0: Hey, this is Alex with the Unbiased Trailblazer Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Unbiased Blazers. There's a link in our bio for our Discord server where you can join in on the discussions, give us your takes, give us comments, or simply just join in on a podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review our show. And if you're listening on Spotify, there's a new feature where you can rate our show as well. Now, let's get to the show. Rip City, baby. Three, two, one, zero, zero. Lift off and the clock has started. What is going on, Rip City? This is episode forty-two of the Unbiased Trailblazers podcast. I'm Alex. I've got Fouad here with me tonight. How are you doing, Fouad? I'm doing good. How are you? We're doing good. This is a uh, this is a strange episode because it's on the weekend. But I just want to start off by saying saying this. Um, thank God, this season is over. Well, technically not over, but technically it's over. We're locked in with our. Uh, Draft. Yeah, yeah. This next, this last game that we have, I think it's tomorrow against Utah. It doesn't really matter whether we win or lose. Um, But I would love if we just brought back everyone, like Dame and. Wouldn't that be
1: awesome? Yeah, since it doesn't matter anymore.
0: (laughs) And it's a home game, so you get you get one game. Um, But I just wanted to say, this. uh, It's nice hearing the tank finally pulling into the garage and shutting down. It's been a long. Long season, and we're going to get to it in a little bit about our feelings on the whole season in itself with tanking. But it's nice to hear the garage door slowly shutting behind that tank because that was it was it was difficult to watch. Um, but let's go ahead and let's talk about the season in general. This is going to be quick because everyone pretty much knows as of right now, we are 27 and 54 it could end up being 28 and 54 or it could be 27 and 55. We're on a 10 game losing streak. So <laughs> uh anyone needs to take notes on how to tank. I think I think we're uh we're putting down a pretty good training lesson right now. At one point, who who do we play where we blew the lead just the other night? Who was that? You see? Was it Oh yeah, okay. Oh man. Oh, that was Oh I I was legitimately impressed at how much we went into full tank mode in that fourth quarter (laughs) because I I stopped watching. It's this is such a crazy year because I'm like, dang it. We're going to win. And I was getting like fresh, not frustrated that we were going to win. But I was just like, you know, it kind of makes things a little more tight now that we're going to win this game. But we we pulled off a a epic collapse, if that's what we want to call it, because I kind of have a feeling that's what it was. I kind of noticed that the Thunder made a little bit of a run and Chauncey didn't call timeout and didn't make any subs. He kind of just kept everybody in there, and it was just like you could tell. Uh, It almost seemed like Chauncey was kind of like, we got too big of a lead, we need to let them come back a little bit. So I could be wrong. That's what it looked like to me. But like I said, 10-game losing streak. It's been a long season. Usually the win-loss records usually flipped around, where it's somewhere around 50 wins and 20 losses. So. Having it the other way around has been it's been very weird. Um, anything you want to add about just the season in general before we move on a little bit?
1: No, I mean you touched most of it, and we've been talking about it for weeks now. This, you know, it is what it is. I'm glad the season is pretty much over. Um, you know, the only thing really left now is the actual lottery, which is quite a quite a bit away. Um, but yeah, that's. You know, I, I think over the last month or whatever, I've said enough about our season.
0: Yeah. So you brought it up. The lottery is on May 17th. And honestly, I just thought of this when you said this. So I'm going to put this in this podcast. And I, I hope the people that are listening can give us some um, give us their answers or f- their thoughts on this. What do you think, Fouad, about doing some kind of watch party through Discord? for this uh lottery this draft lottery that comes up on may 17th what do you think about that
1: um i would be down it's just it's really short like
0: i think um the actual announcement takes like what like 10 minutes so yeah I it, it, it's not long so that, which honestly is probably better because no one has to commit to like you know watching an hour of people yeah. just holding up so, signs of logos but yeah so i think, I think it would be fun, fun, fun. event yeah yeah, I think it'd be fun to get everyone together and just have a good time and maybe we get lucky and pull off the uh, good old jump from six to one and Brandon Roy shows up and gets us that number one pick. Um, but let's let's go ahead and let's talk about this. Let's talk about the draft and where we're at and everything. So, like I said, the lottery starts May 17th. That's when they're going to do the the draft order. And And like I said, we're as of right now, we're sitting in sixth for the draft position. Um, we have, so we have the six best, best lottery odds at this point. Um, we have a 9% chance at moving into the number one overall pick, which when we, I wish I could remember when we moved up to number one with, when we mm-hmm. when we, uh, drafted Greg Oden, where we were, but I think we were pretty close to this, weren't we? Yeah, I know the I odds were a 60%. little bit different. Yeah. yeah. I know the odds were a little different, but we're, we're pretty I close were to this. Lower, so anything, I, I think actually they were so nine percent chance to get number one overall pick and i i don't want to say this wrong i think yeah 37.2 percent chance to move in to the top four um i i really really think moving into the top four would be a f- huge huge benefit to us i think like we've said the last couple podcasts um having Nick on there and talking about all the different draft players. I'm really hoping we get Keegan Murray. And right now I think they're projecting him at number five. So we'd have to move up at least one. Um, But anything can happen. We could go, I think, I think the worst we can be is the 11th pick. Yeah. Um, No, but it's
1: like, like, oh, no, it's actually the 10th, but it's so little. Yeah, it would. Some
0: crazy stuff would have to ha- have to happen for us to be the eleventh. But s- somewhere around five, top five would be nice. But you know, let's see what happens. Maybe we get super lucky again and we get number one. Fourth, um, we
1: were seventh in two thousand and seven when we jumped to number one, and we had a five point three percent chance. So it's a nine percent this year is definitely a lot higher. Um, but yeah, I think it's important also before the lottery happens, just keep in mind. You know, six best odds doesn't mean we're six that worst. We like we can drop, even though ten is unlikely. I think like, uh, dropping to seven or eight is very likely. I think it's um forty-eight percent something like that that we move down compared to jumping into the top four. So you know, don't be yep. too disappointed. It is definitely possible that we move down.
0: Yeah, I mean, essentially any any team that moves ahead in the in the draft is going to drop us. Yeah. So. It's just as easy we could drop, but I'm gonna hope, I'm gonna pray that we get at least top four. But I, right now looking at like a lot of the mock drafts, the sixth pick is AJ Griffin, which isn't a bad pick. I'm he's a very good shooter, and yeah, I, think I Nick was pretty high on him too. Yep, Nick was high on him, and and uh, that honestly would not be a bad pick for us, but. I'm I'm really big on Keegan Murray now, and I after that podcast with Nick, I went and watched stuff on him, and I, I truly, truly, I I hope we get him. Uh, that's or, all I'm going to say about.
1: Or that. Or even higher, like if we get like Ben Carroll, you know, that's even yeah, that's great too.
0: Those are my it's two targets better. right there. Yeah. Um. So obviously we know we're we're locked in there at the six. What is in question right now is the New Orleans Pelicans pick. Um. If it is in the top four, which let me look real quick. As of right now, they are the 11th best odds and they have a 8.5% chance to be top four. That's not the issue that we have to worry about. The issue is if they make the playoffs. They they have made the play in. OK, th- yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> they, they've they made the play in, so they're going to at least get a chance at the playoffs. Um worst case scenario if they make the playoffs we do not get the pick what ends up happening i know a lot of people have asked what happens if we don't get the pick is it ends up turning into a 2025 first round pick from the from the bucks which is considerably worse Yeah, I'd be more more likely like to have the Pelicans pick. So let's hope that's not what happens. Now, hey, maybe something crazy could happen in 2025. And, you know, who knows? But
1: Uh, I mean, three years in NBA time, like it it, it is quite a lot of time. You know, things can change, but it's not, you know, at this point. injuries can happen. I wouldn't expect at this point. I wouldn't expect it to be too great of a pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like our odds better with the Pelicans than Again, I do he's with only them. like what, twenty-six? He he's not gonna be you know he he's still gonna be kicking it at Yeah twenty five He definitely is not going anywhere. So um so yeah, so that's what happens if the Pelicans do make the playoffs. Um if their pick falls after uh fourteen they get to keep their pick. So top four, their pick. Anything after 14 is their pick, which and actually let me look real quick. They're they're in a pretty good spot. They get the Lakers pick. Yeah. So no, I right wish, now the Lakers. I wish in the
1: trade they like we got the choice between. I mean, uh, not the choice, but like if it didn't convey um, if, it, if their pick didn't convey, I wish it switched to the Lakers pick. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> they're they're gonna make out pretty good here because they're either gonna get a, some playoff experience and then a top potentially a top eight pick um or they're gonna get they're gonna get um well actually i guess if they made the playoffs they'd get their pick back too so they'd yeah. get two picks <laughs> yeah they're in a good spot right now yeah uh nick's feeling i think nick's the pelicans fan yeah. right yeah Nick's feeling good right now about his team they, they uh, the playoffs, and they get two top
1: fifteen picks or they miss the playoffs yep. and have uh potentially two lottery picks if they
0: jump to the top four or not even the lottery yeah like really quick. that's true they are they are in a good spot, damn yeah. <laughs> damn um so anything you wanna add as far as the draft goes um not really, I just wanted to
1: say that you know. I hope that if a team does jump us, or not even just jump, but like whoever whoever the five picks ahead of us are, if we are six, I hope some of them are teams that need a guard. So then people like Shaden Sharp, or um, who's the other guy, Jaden Ivy, or he's already yep. marked ahead of him. But just to make sure that the guards go first before you know these bigger wings that are like we need. So I yes. just hope you know some way we end up with one of uh one of the good guys jabari banquero chet keegan murray one of those guys
0: well let's let's look at this real quick we weren't planning on talking about this but let's look real quick houston they just drafted Jalen green um who's their point guard i'm trying to think of who their point guard is this is gonna be ugly
1: um there's um Kev- kevin kyle something porter jr Oh, that's right. That's right. I don't know if he's a point guard
0: though. Is he point? So, well, I'm gonna guess that they're probably looking at. Let's be honest; those top three picks are probably gonna be the top three that's been all year. It's gonna be between Chet. Yeah, you know. So those three guys are most likely gonna be gone. Yeah. Um, it's when you get to like Oklahoma, who probably doesn't need a guard. SGA mm-hmm. and yeah I don't is Giddy considered a guard I feel like he's more of a forward yeah I think he's he's a
1: forward but he can play make so you can probably like a yeah. guard as well um, yeah so that'll be interesting Dort what they do too.
0: dorts yep but that's a good he point
1: be considered forward as well but he's undersized
0: the pacers have well the pacers have, could be a team they have Halliburton but um, yeah that, that could be a team that could need a guard other than him they're like starting fresh so they'll probably just take whoever's yeah they'll take the best yeah their best option there yeah it's going to be interesting but like you said if we can get a team to if we can get one team to pick a guard that helps us out so much Mm -hmm. that at least means that there's one because i think as of right now most the top ivy's in the top four which is who they're who the oklahoma city are are projected to take and he's a shooting guard um but Holmgren's a center, Smith's a power forward, Benker a power forward, Murray's a power forward, Griffin's a small forward. So, if we're in the top six, we're probably gonna get us a forward. It just depends on which forward we get. That's true. But anything could happen. It it could go crazy. We could there. There's been times where players have been p- thought to be the number one pick or you know top three pick and they fall. So. I mean, Nasir Little was supposed to be a lottery pick, and that didn't happen, and I'm glad we got him.
1: Yeah, he was, like, I think coming out of high school, he's projected, like, top five
0: or something, and he fell a lot. Yep, and then once the draft started, or, like, the once college started, he was projected to be, like, a later lottery pick, but he was still projected to be in the lottery, and he slipped to us. I can't remember what we got him at, like, 24 or something like that, 22? 25. Something like that, 25. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add on the draft itself?
1: Um, no, there's not much we can do until the actual draft,
0: or the lottery happens. Yeah. So, speaking of kind of knowing what, what we'll know, the play-in starts on the 12th, so next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. Um, but the game we care about is actually going to be on Wednesday, and that's the Pelicans versus the Spurs. Um, if the Pelicans lose they are not in the playoffs because I believe they are the 10th seed, right? Um, yes.
1: So if they lose,
0: the Pels, they're nine. Okay. So that Wednesday is the game. We're going to be paying attention to, um, well, technically if they lose, if they lose nine or 10, they're out. So whoever loses in nine or 10 is out. Yep. So if they lose on Wednesday, Good for us. Most likely, that pick is going to be ours, barring some crazy, crazy outcome. Um, once, once Wednesday happens, if they do win, that's when things get a little more interesting because then there's one more game they have to play and win. Um, I honestly
1: do expect them to beat the Pelic- uh, to beat the Spurs, but um, yeah, that second game is, I think, the one to watch because if the Clippers lose uh, their first game, I think they'll definitely beat the beat the Pelicans. But if it's the Wolves versus the Pels, I think that's going to be a toss-up.
0: So, two questions. First off, is Murray back for the Spurs? Because I know he was hurt. Is he back for the plan? He is not back yet, but I feel like...
1: like they, they probably sound, will bring yeah, him back. It didn't sound like it was going to be a big injury, so I, I'm, okay.
0: I'm expecting him to be back. Let me just... And, answer. yeah. While you looked at... Like you said, the Clippers, if they were to lose and play Pelicans, they have Paul George back. It sounds like Norman Powell's going to be back for the play in tournament. So, oh, is he already back? Oh, okay, I missed that.
1: He played one game, but he had like twenty, twenty
0: two or something like that. Breaks his foot, comes back out and plays, gets twenty two. (laughs) Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) And (laughs) And then we got Robert Covington. Robert Covington dropping 40, 40. you know, it's just, (laughs) Blazers
1: are doing good. I'm rooting for all the Blazers to do going to play and like, just make sure whether that's Zach Collins or Norm Powell, whoever beats the Pelicans, you know, I'm rooting for them.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, the, these next couple days, we're going to be anti CJ because we need them to lose. I mean,
1: we can root for CJ to do well, as long as everyone else sucks.
0: Yeah, as long as everyone else is bad, which sometimes has happened to us, where CJ's played well and everyone else has sucked. So, and I think highly, probably, highly possible. I think Brandon Ingram's been injured for a couple games
1: as well, but it's probably not something huge. So,
0: yeah, I think they said he was gonna be back for the play-in, So I think he's back already, playing limited minutes. But I think by then they'll be playing. I don't him.
1: know if he. I don't know if it was the rest thing or not, though.
0: Yeah, it could be. Um, so. Let's talk about this real quick. At least for me, maybe not for you, this is my first experience with tanking. I have never been a fan of a team that has tanked. Um, let me think here. Football, the Vikings, I don't... The Vikings have just always kind of sucked, so they never really tanked because they just sucked. Um, but basketball-wise, for sure, this is my first experience with tanking. And... Uh It's bad. Like, let's not lie. It's not fun watching us lose every night and um, watching us get beat by 30, 40 points. You know, that's it's not fun. Yeah. But there are being a basketball fan in general. There are things that I have enjoyed watching. And it's something we've talked about before. And it's just simply watching these players that normally would not get to play, watching them develop and seeing what they have and it's kind of exciting to see like how do i want to put this for for instance let's say we don't decide to sign eubanks i don't know if he would have been picked up by another team but after the way he's played for us i guarantee you he's going to get picked up by somebody yeah and and he might have been picked up and before you know before this but I mean, he was a free agent, you know he he got waived, and he was sitting there for a while before we grabbed him, I think at least if I remember right, well, probably at least a month, yeah, so he very well could have been on his way out and so this the the tanking has provided you know these players so much opportunity to to showcase that they can play basketball, which is which is i I'm questioning if I should even say this. <laughs> because I don't want to be a CJ LB hater, but it just goes to show that some players, even given the opportunity, they just aren't meant to be on an NBA roster. And...
1: But... I know, don't... Even though, don't l- know. let's keep it positive. You know, uh, we still gave
0: LB the chance to start, you know, oh, how many games. For like, sure. that's That must for sure. a
1: dream come true for him, so...
0: Like, l- let's be honest. He made it farther than I ever did. I mean, I'm not dogging on him f- at all. I just... As far as just like like you see Williams and you see Eubanks and you see uh Watford, uh some people like Perry. I'm so so on him. I th- he, he he does do some things good. He does some things kind of just average and kind of like a G League kind of player, so but let's just let's just let's just put this out there. I appreciate everything LAB's done for us. He's, he's a hardworking, hustling guy. He makes plays for us on the defensive end a lot. He, uh, you know, goes after rebounds, goes after loose balls. He, I will never say he does not give 100% effort because that's one thing I can for, for sure say he was always out there doing. Unfortunately, I just don't think, I don't know. I, I just don't think any team is going to pick him up, and I highly doubt we're going to re-sign him to any kind of deal. Yeah, um,
1: I don't see him being signed by us or anyone else. Maybe he'll get, um, you know, a G League team to sign him. Um, maybe overseas, but, uh, y- y- you know, even all that aside, I think he did still give us a couple of good moments. You know, that Philly game. Oh, for sure. That Philly game was definitely a great memory. I still remember, you know, it was only a year ago, but, like, it was definitely noteworthy and he even had a stretch i think it was um earlier this year where he had a couple like decent games in a row so he he, you know he wasn't he he wasn't good but he did still have um i guess a couple things to
0: for us to remember him by so well first and foremost we'll never forget that beautiful luscious locks of hair that he had bouncing Mm -hmm. around the court everywhere he went (laughs) Um the the ostrich is running strong. But, you know, whether he signs with another team, whether he goes to the G League or, you know, to the Euro League or wherever he ends up going, he's always gonna be a Blazer. We wish him luck. You know, I just I, highly I doubt
1: for the former Blazers wherever yeah. wherever they
0: end up. I just highly doubt he will be on another NBA team. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know anything more than anybody else, so maybe I'm wrong, but to me, I just don't see it. Yeah. But maybe if you the whole point online, of this but... Yeah, exactly. And maybe he does good in the G League and a team take picks him up. Maybe he just needs more needs more development time. Maybe that's all it takes. But the whole point of this was tanking has been it's not been fun to watch, but dreamy. we have got to Yeah, we have got to watch these players develop. Uh how how has tanking for you been? Um Is this your first time yeah, experiencing yeah, tanking?
1: The only time I've uh even come close would have been like I I you know it's been so long ago I don't even remember it but you know I'm from Toronto so growing up the rappers were not very good yep um so there was a year where I think we were like the third worst team in I don't know if it's the league or the conference but um you know I first of all I barely even remember that and second of all like that was uh it was, like yeah it was so long ago but um what do you call it like i wasn't following the draft or anything that closely so i wasn't exp- like and it wasn't an, an intentional tank either we were just terrible so sure, sure this was the first like blatant tank and it was the first time i felt like we're tanking for for a pick rather than you know the just being bad straight up mm-hmm. yep but yeah so was there yeah go ahead so so, so was my first real tank same with you um The few positives aside, I did not enjoy it. You know, if we get a good pick, then it'll it'll be worth it. But we, you know, we think as hard as possible and we still only have a 37% chance at a top four pick, which is good. But I mean, we, you know, it was not fun to watch and it it could very well not pay off and we could end up with someone who's not very good. So I think, you know, given the circumstances, since we were injured, I was okay with it uh, because... we were we weren't gonna do anything this year, anyways. But if you know if this happened in any other year, if we blew it up for the purpose of tanking, I would not enjoy that at all. It was very hard for me to stay engaged uh, with the team this year, and part of that was just because I was busy like with other things. But even when I tried watching, like it's just hard to watch the team put out guys who I like no one has ever heard of uh exactly who aren't gonna be here long term, not even long term, but most of them aren't even gonna be here next year, so it's not it's it's tough to stay engaged and it's just it's okay for a one season thing, but like please never again,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's tough to sacrifice things that you have to do to sit down and watch basketball when it's this is what you're having to watch so I get it yeah it's it's tough, um. There was something I just thought of while you were talking. I can't even remember what it was now. Dang it. Um, anything else you want to add on to that? Um,
1: there was something I was going to mention a while back. I guess I'll just go back to it if we're in a little bit of a, a lull. But we were talking about CJ LLB about how, uh, you know, he looks like probably one of the worst players in the league. But uh, I don't know if you remember, but Cameron Payne uh, a few years ago, I think when he was with the Bulls or he was like hopping around from team to team, he was considered to be, you know, absolutely terrible. He was one of the worst guys in the league. And then last year he got so much better. He played a like a big role in a team that went to the finals. He's still doing good this year. So I think even though CJ LB might have been terrible, this is like a backhanded compliment, but um <laughs> you know he can he can he can turn it around. He might uh he might improve, he might come back to the league in a few years, um showing you know, a lot more skill than he has right now. it's it's not the I don't even know where I'm going with it, but you know, he he can get better.
0: Yeah, there still is a chance for him to, I don't want to, to, to get better. Practice.
1: I didn't want to end his potential career. I do not want to potentially end his career on such a low note. So I just wanted to throw in something positive before uh, we potentially, you know, talk about him for the last time.
0: So let me. I want to add one more thing before we start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, one other thing that's that tanking has provided me, and um, there has been a lot of laughs that I've got to enjoy watching these Blazers play. And once again no knock on any of these players at all and you know i think we all can agree that we know why a certain player is on the roster that sits at the end of the bench but with that being said blevins has 100 percent provided some of the funniest things for the worst reasons um I mean, just the pure fact that one game where he kind of had like a, he kind of went off for a little bit and like he was like on Facebook, that's what the Blazers used as like the, you know, the game logo was Blevins scoring like 10 points or something. Like it was kind of like, like a meme cool in itself. Here. I think it was one of them where he hit like two or three step back, step back yeah, threes and like everyone was going crazy. Yeah. But I just wanted to share this one moment because it was so funny. I'm sitting on the couch watching watching a game. I can't remember what game it was. And my wife's sitting there and she doesn't really pay attention. She likes to pretend like she does, but she doesn't. And he checks into the game. And I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm going, uh. Oh. So I looked at her, I said, hey, just watch this. I truly, truly think this guy might be, you know, one of the worst in the NBA. Like, like just watch what he does. Like just let's just watch for a second. The very first, very first time I said that to her, he gets the ball. He passes it off. We shoot the ball. He goes in, which one thing I will say is he goes in and gets some offensive rebounds that I do not expect him to get. So I can, I'll give him props to that. But he goes in, grabs this offensive rebound, and then he tries to power it back up, and he loses the ball, and the ball goes straight up in the air. And I'm like, oh, God. He grabs the ball again, and then it gets stripped out of his hand, and they take the ball, and they go down. Very next possession, he gets the ball. He airballs a three. And this is all within a matter of two possessions. And I'm like, and I'm laughing and I'm telling my wife, I'm like, this is just crazy. Like, this is what happens every time he plays. Maybe, maybe a minute later, he gets the ball, he shoots another three and just wedges it right into the corner of the basket. And I'm like, this is the top tier basketball right here. This is how you tank. You get players like this. And it was just so funny. The one time I told her to watch and he just does all these all these things you would never expect an NBA player to do. It was just, it was hilarious. Sorry. I went on a little rant there. It was just funny to mm-hmm. me. Um, So let's go ahead before we wrap this up Uh Fawad and I, we wanted to do something and I'm going to, I'm going to throw it to Fouad cause this was his idea. We wanted to do a bracket challenge for the playoffs. So Fouad, if you want to kind of talk about it a little bit, let us know let us know what it's about and kind of kind of what it's going on with it.
1: Sure. So uh,
0: me and my friends every
1: year for, I don't even know it's been like a long time now, I think 2015, 2016 um, at the start of, or before the start of the playoffs, we do a bracket challenge and, you know, y- y- it's like similar to March Madness, but obviously not as intense. We just all pick how, um, who we think is going to win each round, how many games, uh, and then it's scored uh, based on, you know, get- getting the matchup right and getting the number of games, right and you know at, at the end of it you just have a winner so i was thinking we could do that with um you know with us and with all of, all of you listeners we could set up a group and have you know have you guys submit your brackets for this year's playoffs i know the blazers aren't in it this year unfortunately but uh just picking the other teams and uh we were thinking we could give a little prize for the winner i don't think we fully decided but maybe something like a 10 dollars gift card or something like that um but yeah so we would set this up. The play-in starts Tuesday, um, but they don't. The the brackets won't lock until the start of the first game. So we will have a week, or all of you will have a week to enter it. And it will open um, on April 11th, which is Monday. So uh, on Monday, you know, look for our Twitter, look for our Discord. We'll send out the link, and you guys can submit your brackets. You'll have about a week to do it, and then um, on Saturday it will lock and you know but but at the end of the playoffs in June or whatever um you know the winner will get a nice little prize
0: yeah and and truly this is all just for fun let's just you know get as many people in as we can the more people that are in there the more fun it will be yeah. we can maybe get some uh, you know a little tr- little friendly trash talk going <laughs> in there on who's who's the smartest at picking games um when when the blazers aren't in we got to figure out a way to enjoy watching playoffs that we don't get to partake in so um one thing i did want to add since the season is essentially wrapping up is our schedule for podcasts are going to change just a little bit um we're probably going to do most likely what it's going to be is every other week during the playoffs we'll we'll do a podcast just kind of talking about the playoffs and um you know if anything draft wise happens or you know anything like that and then once the playoffs are over and we're in the off season it's it's going to go more to like maybe once or twice a month or you know if something happens or you know if we decide to do some kind of some kind of big group podcast or something um it's going to kind of slow down because truly you guys don't you guys don't want to listen to us just talk about random things and truly we don't want to talk about random things we once the off season comes around there's not much to talk about so that's going to be the schedule. Um, It's going to slow down for just a little bit and hopefully it'll go by quick and we can get right back into doing podcasts. Um, But I I mean, I don't know about you for but I, I next month, May 16th will be our one year anniversary and of submitting our first podcast out there. And first and foremost, let me just say this. When Fawad, Mike, and I started this, I'll be honest, I I I looked forward to doing a podcast, but I had no no idea that it would if it would last a month, two months, three months. And here we are going on to about it about to be a year. And it's it blows my mind to think Fawad who lives in Canada, I live in Oregon, Mike lives in Portugal. It's like we've created these friendships. Not only with us, but the people in Discord, the people on Twitter, and also the other podcasts that, that we've joined and had people join. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think, and first and foremost, I just want to say thank you to every single one of you that have listened, and I want to say thank you to Fawad for joining joining me and doing this podcast, because truly... I had no plans for it. I just wanted to talk Blazers basketball, and it's been so fun to do every week or every, you know, as much as we can. So first and foremost, thank you, Voad. Thank you, everybody that's listening. Mike, I know you haven't been on in a while, and I know it's tough to get you on. So still want to say thank you to you for all your commitment, staying up late. Um, but we're gonna try to do something special around May 16th. We have no idea what it's gonna be, but we we do want to do something and. Essentially, I just wanted to say thank you, everybody. I, I know it's crazy. I know we say it a lot, but truly, we just do this for fun and we do this for the love of the Blazers. And I, I appreciate every single person that listens. Yeah, so 100%
1: same for me. Um, you know, you reached out to me probably around a year ago now because I think uh, it was a couple of weeks before our first actual episode. Yep. So thank you for reaching out to me. I'm so like, happy and lucky that we actually got to do this. And same with you. I didn't think, uh, you know, I had like no expectations i thought it was something we could just do for fun maybe maybe people listen maybe not maybe not i thought we would get maybe like five to ten listeners um ever and that that might just be it but you know some of our episodes have gotten over a hundred listens and that's like insane to me i didn't think that would happen and you know it's a hundred percent a hundred listeners is not huge in the grand scheme of things but for us like every single listen is we appreciate every single one of you and it's just you know it's still crazy to me
0: yeah. It's funny you you brought that up. I literally yesterday or it was. Yeah, it was yesterday. I was looking at our past episodes and like seeing the listens and just all of a sudden we go from like 10 listens to 20 listens and then from 20 to 40. And then it was like really consistent with 40. And even then at 40, I was like, holy cow, we got 40 people, 40 people listening. <laughs> um that's th- that blows my mind like we're just talking we're just random people talking about basketball And we got 40 people listening and then it went to like 100 130 and i and like i was like oh we're, we're making it now here we go let's do this we're gonna get 400 now 500 now and it it could go back down to one person and it, to me what we have done in this one year has been so fun and i know this is not the one year anniversary but we're getting all sentimental here but it's just like Fawad said, like I said, I appreciate every, we appreciate every single one of you that's listened, that's talked in Discord, that's talked on Twitter. I mean, it's crazy. And I hope, I hope that we can go for another year. I hope we can go for another two years and, and we just get more and more in here and we just continue to have a good time. And the ultimate goal, at least for me, is to, win a championship and get as many of us together as we can to be at a championship parade. I think that would be awesome. Also another goal would be to have, you know, all of us get together and go to a game at some point. I just, there's so many things that we can do and the sky's the limit. And before I keep rambling, I just thank you everybody. We appreciate it. Um, One last thing I wanted to say before we wrap up, if you guys are listening and you haven't done it, I know we haven't talked about this in a little bit, if you're listening on spotify you can rate the show and it it truly helps us just to know if if you're enjoying it if it also helps other people when they're looking for podcasts and they see that this podcast has five stars four stars three stars whatever it is it lets them know that this is a, a an enjoyable podcast to listen to so if you haven't if you haven't yet please 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 if you if you if you feel like doing it at least just click on that little rate button Five stars, four stars, three stars. I don't care what you put on there. Just however you feel the podcast is, that's what we want. And we just want to try to get as many reviews as we can on Spotify. The same with Apple. You can do the five-star system, and you can also leave written reviews. Um, it just helps. It lets us know where we're at, and it lets other people know what the podcast is about. And any any kind of review helps, and we appreciate anybody coming to us and telling, giving us constructive criticism, telling us what can be better, what can be... You know and on and once again thank you all thank you all also uh, on, on that note um
1: speaking of ratings and reviews if there is something that you guys want to see changed or you want to you think we could do better like we're always open to criticism and all. we all we want to get better so uh, any feedback that you have let us know whether that's through the rating or on twitter or on discord like please let us know we want to get as good as possible so you're don't think you're being mean or anything we want to hear all the feedback 100 good good or bad we want to hear your feedback so
0: yep and and you can direct message us you can put it just in the general chat like it's not gonna hurt our feelings at all if if you think we sucked let us know and tell us what we can do to be better we want to know and no no hard feelings anyway and honestly i like it when people tell us like hey you could do this better, or yeah. hey, this is kind of a little actually. Cause we because we do, we want this. Yeah, exactly. It lets us know what we need to make better. Because we do want everyone to enjoy this, and that's the goal. We're not here to make money. We're not here to try to get famous, or you know, join the Blazers and be a you know some kind of ambassador for the Blazers. We just do it for fun because we enjoy talking basketball. So. Um anything else, Fwad, before we close out?
1: Nope. Just uh keep an eye out for the bracket challenge link uh on yes. Monday, maybe Sunday night. I don't know when they'll open it up, but most likely Monday.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll get it going out there. We'll make sure we give as much notice as we can for everybody. And uh I hope to see you guys on that bracket challenge. And hopefully someone can outbeat me because I'm going for a clean sweep on it and I'm gonna I'm gonna get that ten dollars, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is. That might even be more than that. Who knows? Um, anyways, other than that, I appreciate everybody listening, uh, as always. Well, actually, hold up. Hold up. This is the last time we get to say it while the regular season's going. So, <clears throat> let me clear my throat here. <clears> throat> everybody, thank you for listening. It's been an insane, crazy season. But we're here at the end. Unfortunately, there's no more playoffs for us this year but we have the off season to look forward to. And uh, it's it's only up from here. It literally, I don't think, could get much worse than what we've had to experience these last couple of weeks. Take that back. I'm not even going to put that in the podcast. It seems like it always gets worse when we say that. <laughs> uh, other than that, have a great night, everybody. Thank you for listening. And as always, Rip City, baby.